Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello and welcome, family. Welcome back to the Thursday Update Call. <clears throat> I do appreciate everybody for coming to this call. Uh, it's not going to be long uh, because we have a really big call coming up next, and that's going to be about the abundant blessings. But uh, let's go ahead and get into this call. If you would, collect yourself. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be back together again this evening. Father, watch over all of us as we take this information and use it to the benefit of ourselves and our family. Father, watch over those who are giving the information and make sure that all the information that is being given is direct and correct. Father, watch over those who may be entrenched that they get to their destination protected. And Father, watch over the children that they may receive the light that you have given to me all the days of my life. In these things and all things, I ask and pray in the name of I am with the support of the universe. Okay. Uh, right off the top, since it was the first question that was kind of put out there, actually the second. Um, Talking about the currencies. Hang on one second. Okay. First and foremost, all the information that is being put out there is, as you already know, uh, camouflage. Uh, all the banks are Basel three. They're compliant. All the information that's needed for them to do what's necessary is already done. Everything is completed. Everybody is signed off on everything that needs to be signed off on, but they're still not releasing it. So what is the problem? Well, it's real simple. I talked about this probably three years ago, and it's right back to it, and it's almost amazing how information is given so far in advance. First and foremost, as you already know, the United States currency is garbage. I don't have to tell you that. You already know. Um, you, you already know what you can get for the money that you have, not very much uh, by any stretch of the means. So knowing that, you know that one thing has to happen first, and that is the release of the currency that you're going to be paid with. Now, there's two conversations in that. The first conversation is the paper. What is the paper? Is it actually the rainbow? Is it this? Is it that? There's all kinds of speculations as to what it is. For the most part, nobody knows. Uh, at one time, it was a rainbow currency, but I think that was taken away. I don't have proof on that. Um, I've heard and seen a currency that was actually in the bank uh, because it was shown to me. Doesn't mean that's the one. Uh, this was about three years ago. Uh, it's already there. What is the holdup? Well, again, this is not just a United States thing. A lot of people got it all confused thinking, 
that the RV is set up for the U.S.? Uh, well, some of it is, and a lot of it's not. First, you have to understand the condition of the United States, of this country. Uh, the condition is set to the point where it's completely, and this is already common knowledge, I'm not telling you anything new, bankrupt and has been for quite some time. So when you operate in a negative balance for as many years as this country has, what happens next? You have to pay that back. The, the funds that were acquired to keep the country going as, per se, thin air money, Thin air money is money just grabbed out of thin air and said, yeah, okay, you guys can have $200 trillion. There was actually no money presented. There was just a bunch of notes printed. So with that knowledge, what is going to be used to pay us? This is another conversation. The second half of the paper, and this is what I talked about for quite some time and a long time ago. I can't kind of make mention to it. The other currency is digital. If you've noticed, all of your bank cards are being swapped out for a chip card. Everybody thought, oh, that's just a new card, and, you know, that's just how the banks are, you know, trying to modernize themselves. Well, that's true, but actually what it is is the new currency. You remember me talking about digital currency? Well, digital currency doesn't need paper. All it needs is an asset that says it has an asset. So basically, what is digital money? The same thing you've been dealing with for eons. Ever since you got a checking account way back when, every time you went to an ATM machine, you put your card in there and the screen jumps up and says you want to check your balance, are you looking at paper? No. You're looking at digital digits, okay? It says you have $2,000 in there. The digital amount says 2000 Would you be able to walk in the bank and withdraw 2000 Maybe. But here lately, no, you cannot. You have to wait. You can't pull that much money at one time. So with knowing that, what happens next? Well, again, like I said, the whole holdup and the problem is getting digital technology to third-world countries. Yes, we have ATM machines, we have banks, we have every, you know, the, the little swipe card in front of every register and everywhere you go, <clears throat> excuse me, you can use a debit card to pay for things or a credit card. That's not the case in places like uh, Nigeria or, you know, the Finland up in the mountains. They don't have uh, point-of-sale swipe machines. So what has to happen is a system that is not only digital, but portable. So that technology has to be spread into the countries that don't have ATM machines. Banks swipe at the register, or even for that matter, even a register at all. So as you know, the cell phone is your mobile, and there is devices that you can put on a cell phone where you can take debit cards. I have three of them. This is the technology that they're spreading. They have to get it out to where everybody can use the digital currency once it flips. They can't flip it until everybody can use it. That's one holdup. The second holdup is the fact that 
all of these decisions and who's holding what and all that good stuff means nothing. The collateral accounts to which Keenan is holding, he is the gatekeeper to it, is the balance of what is going to be given. Those collateral accounts are going to back the asset digital currency that you are going to receive. Everybody thinks, okay, well, you got dinar, you got this other stuff, you're going to be trillionaires. Some of you will, some of you won't, depending on how they lay it out. They're talking all kinds of stuff. Don't believe any of it. It's all to keep you confused. Like I said before, and like I will continue to say until they go ahead and do it, let it come out, and then you can move forward. Speculating, guessing, and giving false information is doing no one any good but a bunch of disservice and getting everybody all upset. So my suggestion to you, if you have the currency, whatever they are, just hold on to them. Relax. I've been waiting since 92, okay, and I'm sure there's people that have been waiting longer than that. We were told when we came back from Iraq that we could exchange them for, you know, these astronomical money amounts, but that was not the case, okay? So we're here today with the same currency being told the same stuff. But like I said, you have to realize and understand the status of this country and many others. They're broke. You have no backing of any sort. Now, do you think the country is going to say, oh, by the way, family, we're broke. We have no money. You can't eat. No. They have to continue fogging the air, backstepping, misinformation, dodging and ducking and keeping things fogged up with different scenarios of uh, crisis to keep you thinking on looking this way. If you, you know, they do whatever. I don't, I can't prove that a lot of these things are, you know, fake, but you hear the stuff that they're actors and all this. I can't prove it, so I can't say one way or the other. But it makes for good news. It makes for a distraction to keep you looking over here while what's going over here on the right. The stuff that's going over here on the right while you're looking at this catastrophe or some type of uh, hellacious thing that somebody has done, like killing babies, that gets everybody all riled up. A whole whole bunch of you know bombs going off somewhere it gets everybody all upset. All these things on the left are keeping you from looking over here on the right. What's going on on the right? You have to use your head to look both ways. When we started walking across the street, our parents told us, "Look both ways." So when you see a huge story come across the news, as you already seen, CNN got sued for for displaying false news. And we already knew a lot of the stuff was, you know, fake, but they actually got caught. So when you see a huge story jump out, don't turn left and just get all engrossed into that story and who did what and why or why they kill them. And, you know, you get all wound up into that. While you turn to the left and, and discussing all this on, over here, over on the right, trucks are moving semis of information and product is moving without your knowledge. Half of this country's industry is gone. If you don't believe me, look around. Look how many buildings are for sale. 
Look at your index of industries for this country and see who's producing what here. I guarantee you it's well below 100%. It's somewhere around 35%. So there's no industry. That means there's no economy. Nothing is being moved. Nothing's being made. So there's no real need for money right now. The only thing that's crippling us is our health, which was created. So when you ask a question, what's going on with the currency? Well, you have to also ask the same question, what's going on with the world? Because it's not just here. It's worldwide. A lot of us go off of information you hear on these the gurus and other people that talk and, you know, they you know, put up a good story. But not one of them, not one could say, I can prove it because this, this, and this, and you can go here and look and look this up and say that. That's why I don't give a whole lot of information. I give facts. I check it out, I look it up, and I talk about it. That's it. To go into how much they're going to give and what day, that's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. We've already gone through enough of that. There's no sense to continue carrying that on. So my suggestion and my, you know, opinion, remember everything I say on this call is my opinion, is to just hold tight. As long as we stay together and don't get off one end or off the deep end worrying about one thing or the other, if you look both ways, then we have at least a halfway rounded uh, balance of information. If they say it's a certain day, don't believe it. Don't believe it. If they say that uh, there's a a thousand uh, redemption centers, don't believe it. You know when you believe it? When they say go here, go there, report here. Here's the, you you know, all this other stuff that they said that they're going to do. I'm now you know, reading information that that's not even true. They're 1-800 numbers. They're not going to do that. They don't want everybody to know what's going on. That's why there's so much secrecy behind it in the first place. If it was all like that, they'd have been all over the news. Oh, if you if you want to get this or be that, you want to get some of these. Of course they would put it out there if they wanted you to know about it. But, again, they don't. So we have to play the both sides of the fence with that. And like I said, my suggestion, if you have the currencies or if you're waiting or whatever it is you've done, just sit tight. I don't foresee it being much longer. I hope not anyway, because I sure would like to move on with a lot of things that I have already put together that's waiting on it. So all I can tell you is just hold tight, okay? Uh, there's no sense getting all bent out of shape and trying to figure out what they're going to do because they're not going to tell you anyway. You'll find out after the fact, all of us, okay? So that's as much as I'm going to do on the currencies. I hope that helped. And if it didn't, you know, do your best to do more uh, research. If I, you know, if what I'm not telling you is, is good enough, then, you know, the Internet is wide open for now. You can check as much as you want. But like I said, you have to think rational because if it was as easy as just throwing a rate out there and, open up some redemption centers, they'd have done it. But what happens to the people that don't have a redemption center or an ATM card or even a bank to go to? What about them that live in grass huts and dirt floors? See, a lot of things that we take for granted 
you've not seen hard living until you've been in a country that doesn't have the things that you take for granted, running water, shelter, real food, or any food for that matter, jobs, clothes, shoes, simple things. There are places that don't have none of that. But, again, they are supposed to be blessed too. They're not supposed to be left out because they don't have the conveniences that we have. So they have to make sure that each and every one of those kind of people, and far worse, I'm sure, out there, uh, are able to be blessed as well. So, again, that's part of the humanitarian effort. That's part of the reason what, why this is all taking so long. And the other part is, of course, greed. I don't care what they say. They're always going to make sure they can set it up to where they're ahead. If you don't believe that, you have not been in the United States very long. So enough of that. Next, um, I want to go over two things uh, that are going to be discussed later on in the next call. Uh, this call is only going to go 30 minutes or 35 minutes or until I get this information out, then I have to open up the next call at 9 o'clock. The next call at 9 o'clock is going to have Pastor um, Wilson explaining abundant um, blessings. Okay, a lot of the family members are there. There's a lot of people there just coming to that call. So I need to be there on time, so I'm not going to drag this one too long. But I do want to touch on two other things. One, there's a lot of information also being talked about what is supposed to happen with all of the um, industries and whatnot that's already here. What I've heard, and I'm going to try to back it up with websites where you can go look, they're supposed to start releasing the technology that was suppressed, and that's um, Tesla, um, a bunch of others. A lot of that technology is going to do away with why we have bills in the first place. And the first one is electricity. Uh, it's completely free. And there's some of this technology that's coming out is going to show you how you can get it. It's all around us all the time. We've just been duped to think, oh, you have to pay somebody to get electricity. That's the way they made you think. But anyway, um, what I'm trying to do is get as much of that information as I can so when they do release it, uh, it can be spread to all of us, especially the health bands. Now, I've actually seen one of these things. I didn't know what I was looking at, but I've seen one. And it was at the hospital, just like they said it was. They keep them on lock. I was with a friend that does cleaning, and we went downstairs, and it's actually something that looks just like a tube that you get in. It's not the MRI or whatever that thing's called. It's not that. This had a glass dome on it, and it locked. Or not locked, but it had it, – it's something not that you would normally see in a hospital. So the stuff is there. They're going to release it, and I want to make sure that everybody knows about it. Now, there's a lot of people that say they're not getting my emails. I'm going to put this out one more time to make sure that you have the right information. If you are not receiving the blast, and I sent one, I think, a week ago now, I haven't been sending a lot of them because, like I said, I have to pay for those things. But anyway, if you are not receiving the blast, 
what I would ask you to do is send me an email to Montavo1 at gmail.com, M-U-N-T-A, V as in Victor, O, the number one at gmail.com. And just simply put in the the, um, subject, not getting emails. All you have to do, I will cross-check all the emails that I get and verify that you're in the new family. Now, there's one more piece of information on that. When I send out a blast, usually I was sending out the last two or three of them. They have hot links in them, and a hot link is not something you eat. A hot link is whenever I put something in there that when you click on it, it takes you to another page or another website or what have you. Those are usually considered spam, okay? Gmail is notorious for taking an email that has several links in it, live links or hot links, and putting it all over the place. It could be in all mail. It could be in social if it's a video. It could be in promotion. It could be in spam. Or that's pretty much all. I think I don't think there's any more. Spam, all mail, promotions, um, social and just basically inbox. If you find an email from my BLAST system, which is the new family, or the last one I did was via free conference call, if you get an email and find it in one of these other places other than the inbox, when you find it from wherever you find it, up at the top, there's like a little folder. You click on it, and it'll say move, You want to move it to inbox, and what that does is tell Google that that email address is whitelist or wanted in the inbox. So when you move it to the inbox, whenever I send an email through that system, it'll go to the inbox and not all over the place. Okay, so it's important that you uh, go ahead and knock that out. Um, And the reason why I need everybody to be in the blast list is because when I start getting information with this technology, I'm just going to blast it. I'm not going to break it down or anything like that. I'm just going to send it to you the way I get it. So at least you know about it and you can use the technology for your benefit. That's coming up very shortly because there was an executive order to release it. It's already signed. It's on the way. So maybe they might make it available right on TV or whatever, but I do know two people that are up high enough to get that email or at least the information, and they're going to direct it straight to me. And I'm just going to do the same thing, direct it straight to you. Okay, so keep it on the lookout for that. Uh, let me see. Hmm. Nothing on Hobo Prince, nothing on Sheila. Um, Like I said, there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot going on. That's why I haven't been doing a whole lot of emailing. Uh, Like I said, the birth certificate is still on hold until all the cabinet is replaced. They're still hiring and firing. Uh, As a matter of fact, he just fired two other people. I, I didn't get the names, but he's still doing all that. So once that 
completes or he's finished doing the hiring and firing of folks, then we can move forward. I don't think we'll need it personally. I really don't because of what's coming. You won't need to fix that because it won't be here in the first place. So we want to stay vigilant on it. I haven't given up on it, but there's no need to go forward just yet. Okay? So that's all I have for right now. Like I said, this is going to be a short one because I'm going to have a long one right after this. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in the Q&A. If you have a question, go ahead and um, star eight. One moment. Go right ahead. Hello, go ahead. Salam. One moment. East Tennessee. Hey, man, Papa, how's it going? It's Desmond. Hey, Desmond, how are you? Man, it's been very, it's been a very busy year. It's been great. Uh, how's it going, family? I know it's been a while since I've been on here, but uh, I've still been listening to the calls. I've not been lost at sea. Uh, I do have a question, Ms. Havo. Uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't really hear too much about, uh, you know, Peter of England. I wanted to know a little bit more about that because I know I was looking on his website, and I was kind of, I kind of wanted to, Give it a shot when it came to that, but I just wanted to know your um, your mindset behind that. Okay. Well, again, like I said, the whole reason I stepped down from Peter Vingland is because of the simple fact, um, if you don't have something in place to back up something that you put forward, then you have nothing. Um, unfortunately, I got everybody involved with that, and, you know, I regret it every minute. Uh, of all the, you know, attempts to try to get things squared away when people just don't do things like they're supposed to. Let's put this in a perspective to make it simple to see what I'm talking about. If I was to walk up to you, Desmond, and say, look, I got, you know, $6,000. Let me just go ahead and write a check for it, and I'm going to give you a check, and uh, don't cash it until, you know, Saturday morning, right? I give you the piece of paper. You take the piece of paper in good faith thinking that, you know, uh, you have 6000 coming from me. Saturday comes. I go to a football game. Never even thought about going to the bank. I went straight to the football game with the $6,000 and had a ball. You, on the other hand, go to the bank and you present your document and you say, okay, well, uh, Mr. Lewis wrote this check for me for $6,000. i am going to go ahead and sign it, endorse it. Here's my ID. Here's my information. Here you go. You pass it over to the teller. The teller says, okay, let me verify account. Okay? This is the important part. 
You can hand all the damn paper you want across every counter in every building in this country 80 times. But if the account that these documents are backed by is empty, you have nothing. Okay? So the teller goes and checks my account. She pulls up my information, and she sees that I have $13 in my account. She's going to come back to the window. She's going to hand you your license, your ID. But what's she going to do with that check? She's going to keep that check. She's going to keep that check because you have what is known as fraudulent paper. You are trying to pass bad checks. Now, what have I just done to you? Cause the case. Yes, I've jeopardized your freedom. Because, one, they could press charges because you have it and trying to pass it off, but you just tried to cash it. You didn't try to buy something with it. You went to the, you know, the proper bank using the proper documentation, which is your, your license and everything that identifies that you have it. It's written out to you, so that kind of saved you from going to jail or being arrested at the point. But account of balance. What's backing the paper that I wrote you? Zero. Well, $13. The check is written for 6000 That's bad paper. Now, with that analogy, we all signed a commissary note. Doesn't mean a damn thing. You wrote on there and you signed it in the good faith thinking that you had $149,000 or whatever it was it was 218, whatever it came supposedly supposed to come out to. We thought that that was an honorable document, a negotiable instrument to then levy against our debt. Okay? All of that is practical, but what's in the account that's backing the paper? Nothing. Uh, nothing. What did he say it is? Energy or, you know, exchange of energy. Come on. This is not Star Trek. (laughs) Cut it out. You have to have a physical entity or a substance that's backing your paper. Now, what he should have done, and I've said this before, what he should have done was brought in a promissory note to the United States Treasury and present that paper saying, that my document is going to back all of these other documents for a double negative, which means that when you present one of these things, it pulls against this main main note. The promissory note that he was taking to the Treasury should have been somewhere around, I don't know, $100 trillion or whatever, enough to cover all the little documents that he sent out, which was about, I think, the last time I talked about it was somewhere around six. Or 12,000 people had these things, the promissory note. All he had to do was do a balance against every note that he sent out and says this main promissory note is backing them. But then you still have to have a commodity or something of value backing the, the main promissory note. These banks and everything else works on some type of substance or some type of asset. There was nothing there but a bunch of promises 
and a missed opportunity. That's as much as I'm going to put on it. Gotcha. I understand completely. I appreciate that. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Got it. Appreciate you. Absolutely. It's coming to a day that we'll, we'll have exactly that, but it won't be under no promissory notes. You will be given everything that you need because it's a, it's rightfully yours in the first place. Very understandable. Okay. What? Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Let me grab this one up here. Okay. We'll see them all. Uh, if you have a question, go ahead and star eight. If not, I'll go ahead and, uh, like I said, I don't want to keep this one too long because that one starts at nine. One moment. Central North Carolina. Hi, Montel. Well, this is Jana from North Carolina. I was just wanting to find out the, the conference call information for the abundant blessing. The same number at nine o'clock. Very nice. And, and oh, this this number. Mm-hmm. Okay then. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let me uh, see here. A moment. Okay. Any other questions? Going once, going twice. All right, let me go ahead and close this one out. Um. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.